0: I've seen mm-hmm. more Bitcoiners getting libertarianized yeah. than, unfortunately, I've seen libertarians yeah. getting Bitcoinized. And I've been to you mm-hmm. know, various groups and conferences. So for me, this is a direct proof awesome. that, that no other activities we did, I don't know, some TV streams of some elections or, or some conference when we try to debate socialists, they did not bring such a rate of conversion as just getting interested in Bitcoin brings.
1: Ladies and gentlemen around the world, welcome to another episode of BitGuide. We have today Tomek on. We met at um, the Bitcoin conference in Prague. And as you I might know, already. I live in Poland, and it was very refreshing and a great surprise to learn that uh, Tomek and his friends at the booth that I visited, all come from Poland and are active in Poland. I haven't met anyone who is a Bitcoin maxi or very much interested in Bitcoin. They are all uh, kind of distracted by the Shadecoin array. Uh, so it's going to be... How come think... it was a
0: surprise to you? Like maybe you didn't search enough. Isn't uh, is it difficult to find, I don't know, us, like 21? Uh, like community or some maxi twitter profiles is it like maybe maybe
1: because my polish is very limited that can be one of the factors
0: but it's always a positive surprise like we are in poland kind of arranging this maxi community trying to get to know each other uh, from like three years and like every here and now there is there is like another person that hey I live in Poland hey I'm Polish hey I would never heard of you so it slowly grows uh, and every such new person like you living in Poznan is a very positive surprise.
1: Yeah, and I am very excited to meet other people in Poznan in person um, who are also into Bitcoin. That would be great. I will. Yeah, your hear- your audience
0: maybe uh, think that Poland is a cold country, but but as you can judge on. On your face, my face—it's—it's it's quite hot these days.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, these days I really appreciate the sun. So, Tomek, I'll tell us about yourself, about your background, from the very well, beginning, uh, your early works.
0: Well, I don't know where to start. I like—I love life, so I do various activities, and like since years, they've been uh, quite often related with and in the direction of. Freedom. I've been obsessed with this topic uh, since like teenage years. And uh, thus I became kind of a libertarian activist here in Poland, did lots of projects uh, like education wise or or happening some activism uh, for freedom, for educating in liberty, libertarianism and, and some philosophies around it. Um, My career also revolves around around these topics. I did some I was working in media. I was working in um, crypto startups. Uh, We've opened a bar in Warsaw, which is called the Freedom Lounge, which uh, each of you can go and visit. It's right in the center of of Warsaw, uh, which is also like libertarian themed. They don't accept Bitcoin, um, though, but uh, hopefully it will change soon. Mm, So, yeah, I'm like, let's say. Freelance,
1: Tomek, we lost you for a second, freelance, so uh, what?
0: Uh, uh, well, to sum it up, I don't know, people like labels. Maybe it's easier to think of person. I'm like a project manager, libertarian activist running also a NGO called Centrum Capitalismo, under which umbrella we do various activities like uh, chess tournaments, soccer tournaments, uh, philosophy seminars, uh, libertarian conferences, this bar. Now we try to focus um, saying we, I mean, me and my friends in Liberty focus on Bitcoin because uh, I find it the most efficient, effective and true tool for advancing Liberty.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, there are different topics that I'd like to dive into. Let's start from your teenage years. I was also interested in liberty because I come from Iran. It was a very a limited, restricted country. So it was something that you always thought about. But uh, my thoughts on liberty have evolved. And right now, I think that I know it better. And I have a mo- uh, much more correct attitude and approach to it how did your thought on liberty evolve were you a libertarian from the start from when you were a teenager and you kept being so or did it evolve over time
0: first encounter with like conscious thought i think i remember from like early primary school so when you are like 8 10 years old and and on some of the lessons I remember we had to write down values. We were learning what are values, what we, what we want in life, what are some kind of hashtags. Though this time it wasn't called hashtags, but rather like a keyword that describe you. And uh, I, I wrote on a sheet of paper, which is independence in English. I, I remember being proud of myself that I know such a difficult word as, as of being like a nine year old. Uh, but it somehow stick with me uh, that yes, yes, I, I understood what it contains. That it's being on your own, like and doing what you want, and uh, this kind of also describes uh, my character. So when you are like get older and you like become conscious of your, um, I don't want to say political views, but like some kind of ethics, social ethics, maybe views on the organization of a society. Uh, I figured that, uh, well, I'm constantly skeptical, skeptical towards like authority, towards mainstream media. And this my digging into like early days of my internet or, uh, or some books was always in this direction. This underground movement, not
1: to, not, am I breaking maybe the connection? Uh, a little bit, but I it was good enough for me to follow. Okay. Um, when,
0: you know, under communist regime, there used to be uh, underground movement of people conspiring how to uh, destroy the communists in power. Uh, and I used to think being also following this time, uh, following music from 80s, for example, which used to be like a rebel rock uh i was like being a teenager i was a fan of it also being fascinated by this 80s underground movement why now in poland we don't have such oppressive government that we could fight with i think we have i think maybe it's yeah. a, a bit more warm now and and like water is warmer in our pipes but uh, mm-hmm. but the government is still oppressive mm. but then also you know like in school and outside of school you get to read some orwell huxley uh i got uh fascinated by these anti-utopias, watching V for Vendetta, Equilibrium. So this type of culture, popular culture. Me as being like, you know, sceptical. Later, I figured that, okay, this is libertarianism. What what is like growing in my head? I think maybe maybe I'm a libertarian. I remember also there was this uh, documentary on Google Video when YouTube did not accept yet long videos there was google video before even google acquired youtube uh, Mm -hmm. there was a documentary called zeitgeist it was quite it was one of the first like viral long video Uh, the classic documentary with yellow subtitles focusing on various uh, conspiracy theories so this stayed with me this there was one part which described how fiat system works how current money is based on credit and it's unsustainable—that the money that we have in our hands and the money that governments constantly print kind of doesn't not exist. Um, government's monopoly of force over you. So then it also grew in my head into this. Well, I don't want to say hatred, but it puts central banks uh, as my institutional enemy which mm-hmm. later on with Bitcoin was, you know, m- more mature and realized.
1: When did you get into Bitcoin?
0: Um, well, as being like, a, I was an activist in some libertarian groups and like was following some pages, blogs on the website. It was quite early on my radar as a like... Uh, surely I did not realize much I I was supporting that it was the time when um, Ross Ulbricht got arrested so we we also organized some protest event Mm -hmm. in Warsaw and I think before that I was I I got some bitcoins at some event somebody was giving paper wallets and I tried to like import them on my computer and and like sent to my wallet but of course later i for I, I don't i have no idea how much was it, it and where is it what happened with it it was like maybe 2000 i don't remember 13 or 15 but anyway later on i got some bitcoins to trade on dark market i wanted to check what is this dark web and either can you actually buy a passport or some drugs or some guns of course i didn't buy anything illegal but uh but I got to uh, like use it was my first use of Bitcoin. Uh, some of these Bitcoins also, of course, were lost. sites. Mm. but then I begin to kind of understand. Well, I'm still learning, and I still have lots. To grasp that I want to understand about Bitcoin and this ecosystem is like so large, so vast that it's even hard to be an or a Renaissance man within Bitcoin ecosystem. Around 2019, 20, when these strange events were rolling out in at the end of 2019, even before pandemic, I don't know if you remember there was like January 2020, and like. Somebody died on January first. Then some January like second, they killed in in Iran, right? Soleimani.
1: Oh yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. It was like early 2020. Then there was like Australia. It was like January is going crazy. What's gonna happen this year? Like there is this virus in China, and like things are strange. Things are happening in the world, and it kind of it brought back my attention to Bitcoin, especially when I was like in realization that I still hold today, kind of sad realization that the libertarian movement, the people that I am an activist with, that we debate on conferences, that we meet sometimes online or offline, are not interested. The realization was that these people are not (laughs) interested in the practical tools that give them liberty. They love to debate Menger, Rothbard, Hayek. and themselves, who is more right about liberty, how to build a libertarian society. But I, d- I didn't feel the liberty in their hearts, not judging anyone, but I saw that, hey, there is this Bitcoin thing, which, which is a realization of libertarian dreams that for years, like even as early as Menger, like these thinkers were trying to imagine private money And lots of us activists and libertarian thinkers were pointing out that central banking is the root cause of most of the problems of the society. And we have Bitcoin, which is a practical tool, seeing the world around how it changes when it touches Bitcoin and libertarians are not so much interested in it. So this was my first initial reaction before I started before I fell into that rabbit hole, it made me like, okay, let's follow the white rabbit. Let's learn what it is. Let's, why, why where is my Bitcoin is actually, what happened? Like, I... story starts, uh, each of us have like different, you know, story, how we got wrecked, how we learned mm-hmm. uh, about Bitcoin. So since then I'm like a, invested like with my with my mindset and and with like direction that my life goes with Bitcoin, but also my activism, um, libertarian activism shifted toward Bitcoin education, towards spreading Bitcoin. So we we published um, for we partnered on publishing for translations of um, Saifeddin book, Vijay book, uh, two other books. Um, We organize uh, meetups for Polish Maxis. We have like an online chat for Polish Maxis. So now I try to like Arrange and animate, animate the um, well ecosystem here, or like community of our Bitcoiners in Poland, because when when I tried to learn like three years ago more about Bitcoin in Polish, there was I mean still there is not much. But if you put you know Bitcoin lesson in Polish on YouTube or in Google, you will you will not find a good material. You will be directed to some crypto influencers. Who will Mm -hmm. tell you, hey, there is another better coin which can multiply your stack 30 times, especially if you leverage or some technical analysis guys, or lots of maybe not necessarily scams, but lots of low quality content, which really did not. And uh, well, I believe uh, it is much more important phenomena on a civilizational scale than most of the people realize. And I think uh, you and your listeners already already know that.
1: Um, what, what do you think the barrier is that is stopping so many libertarians embrace Bitcoin? Is it that they are maybe old school or maybe they are of a kind of theoretical mindset that they just want to debate and they want to be an armchair philosopher and they kind of don't don't care about actually seeing their dreams their ideas come true
0: i think it's a mix of what you said there is also like a path dependence of the like history of the country of society of movement if we had maybe in 2008 if poland had a financial crisis to the um, scale that Western world had, because Poland was kind of safe, green island of this financial crisis back then, maybe then more people would be interested in it. Maybe Polish libertarians would get the campaign from Ron Paul and the Fed. Maybe we would be forced to be interested in more in Bitcoin, but Polish libertarians or like freedom movement or people, the interest of people who are um, in liberty, who are into liberty was focusing on something else, and then, like by the butterfly effect, we are not where we want to be whilst this path of dependence path in Czech Republic, where there were like early people who built nice startups and then there was like capital and community to build around it, and now they can organize the best conference uh bitcoin conference in Europe was quite different while the like the environment is not uh yeah also there is this mix of of factors that you mentioned like they okay it's not like i want to like judge people and say hey you made a wrong choice but if but conditionally if you care about liberty if you actually care not just you say that you because i think that okay some the if if libertarian is the one who acts to achieve liberty and promote it and he wants liberty to happen in the world. If I say that I want liberty, but I don't do ne- anything, maybe not for the world, but even for my life to, to, to like expand the, the scope of my possible activities, if I don't act for liberty, I'm not a libertarian. Maybe I'm a libertarian thinker. Maybe I am a libertarian a keyboard warrior in the internet. But to call yourself a libertarian, especially libertarian activist, I think you have to... Maybe not especially utilize necessarily, but at least get interested in these tools. Into okay, how can I get more liberty in my lifetime? What are the options, maybe to work remotely, which is avoid taxes, which are which I like claim that are so oppressive onto me? How can I, maybe, in any sense, escape this? this government you know influence and interference in your life it's not only about bitcoin it's about your approach to life it's about whether you have this passion for freedom in your heart and you manifest it in your actions i think this is called integrity when mm-hmm. you have this when things you pray are also reflected in your actions i think this is a well this is a philosophical issue maybe there is some judgment on society and people but i think it's a problem not only with this group that we are talking about but it is just a general problem with people i think people people lack integrity and if you look mm-hmm. in general at the society there is lots of empty talk and monkey business uh, and uh, luckily bitcoin also fixes it uh, well
1: personally for for for, for us mm-hmm. Um, you defined uh, liberty from your point of view as you were explaining this. Could you get and delve deeper into your definition of libertarianism? I'm interested to know that. Okay, so if you check like the
0: dictionary definition of libertarian, mm-hmm. it's a uh, it's something like along along the words that I mentioned that it's a it's a person who who. Advocates liberty in private and social lives and wants to achieve it. There is also more like classical liberal paleo libertarian anarcho capitalist, and they uh, try to differentiate between each other, depends on what's your stand on I don't know maybe death penalty or maybe maybe taxes uh, and people also like to argue, this is true libertarianism. No, this is true libertarianism. I think that dictionary definition is wider and it's encompassing them all. Because if if we go deeper, I don't think I would call myself a libertarian because then it would be like a follower of this Mari Mary Rothbard political philosophy, which takes a non-aggression principle as an axiom. And I don't want to call myself libertarian in this regard i just use the wider definition for the sake of this conversation but from my point of view i'm not a i'm not pro free market i'm not pro free market i'm not capitalist i'm not libertarian because because i'm and i want lots of freedom in my life and i don't think that government is good today government i think government can be good but i don't think it it, it is anywhere mm, good for the society because i value my life because i recognized what are the individual rights of of a human being and what are this these rights how do they manifest in a in a society in a company of other people who have same rights so first i think that no person has the right to to limit rights of others to limit their their pursuit of happiness, their right to life, and the right to pro- property. So these rights are non non they don't go. You don't have right to inflict to to limit rights of another human being. So from the individual perspective i am a libertarian because i consider i i recognize what is good and what is bad in a social context i re, i just don't want any institution i don't want any individual to when even if it's written somewhere in the constitution to take away rights basic human rights of life liberty and property um, away from them um, but also from my personal level, even if even if I would be like on a uh, on an island in the ocean, on a forgotten island, I I would still like consider myself like a liber Okay, precisely objectivist. Let's say like follower of philosophy of Ayn Rand. I think that's the one that I like align myself the most with, and I agree with uh, what she said. I don't know if you're familiar with Ayn Rand, but coming back. Yeah, being on an island, I would also value freedom. I w- wouldn't like to be limited by you know, lack of food, weather. Of course, I would be, but the maximization of possible act- actions I can perform without limiting rights of other people is freedom to me because it gives the most, the it gives the widest spectrum of scenarios of the future for myself. From which I can choose. So this 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 is this is freedom for me. This is liberty for me. I can I can be a master of my life. I can I can have my decisions based on my recognition on what is true, what is not true, what is good, what is not good, what is good for me. Mm. And like political philosophy, being pro free market, being like libertarian in a definition in the like Rod definition mm, is a cherry on the top of my life philosophy yeah Mm -hmm. politics i'm interested in politics but only for it not to be interested in me anymore it's not like Mm -hmm. i want like to play with play around with news who is in not politics is unfortunately interested in me so as my rebuttal, as my response to that I'm interested in it, but only as long as I mean, only unless, only when it will stop, when the politics will stop being interested in me.
1: Mm-hmm. And uh, we have something like uh, 10 minutes left in this room. If you can answer this mm, in a brief amount of um, duration of time, or but maybe uh, we can actually extend it. Uh, I just want it to be in one chunk as. Um, as possible um, you said that you are not against the government so there are forms of government or you can think of rights for the government that you and there are um kind of capabilities and rights that you can imagine for a gov- government what is your uh, ideal form of government what features does it have <clears throat>
0: I think that for people, it's much better to live. They can flourish. They can they can explore these scenarios of the future and they can make choices. They can live peacefully when their need of security is satisfied. Mm. So once the society organizes themselves, I think every rational society will eventually come to terms that, OK, guys, we need to set up some rules, maybe. Like, because, like, if there is anarchy, like, who will, who will, you know, do revenges? Who will resolve conflicts? Who will... We need law. Whether it's, I don't know, Christian law, maybe it's a Rothbardian law, maybe it's... The... I think it's still better to have some absolute decision on what is considered as legal action within a society than without it. Of course, people should have an option to choose another organize another society, maybe if they don't like the law for this one. So the institution that takes care of this law, we call a government. Of course, today governments, yeah, they have guns, they are oppressive, they collect taxes maybe we will need another word in a dictionary to describe ideal government but yes i think there is something as a good government and it it is only the ideal government the one that protects the rights of its citizens the one that protects how can you protect rights well by establishing the law and by enforcing the rational law also this law i mean if we go deeper philosophical, it has to be based on some philosophy. It has to be based on some ethics. But once we have this established, and I think it's not difficult, having all the knowledge as humanity we have today, even like Americans, they did they have a quite a good shot on it, on describing the with their their first um, declaration of independence, mm-hmm. with describing what is what is. Uh, proper, what is not proper in a social context and what the government should do. So I think, yes, the, or this organization of the society, which we call government, should be protecting the rights of its citizens and should be protecting them from, I don't know, any burglar, a murderer, any institution which tries to, well, <clears throat> revoke their rights, kill them, steal from them, other governments, other countries, the criminals within, within it. So government should take care of this by by having a police, by having an army, by having some judiciary system, but I don't think that this government should force people to pay for itself. I think this government, this such a small government, such, and I don't want, we can go to how rich would the society with such government could be and what it could fund, but definitely. Well, even if it's, it would, would be possible to establish, to fund such government with voluntary donations or with some other ways of income we can imagine, I, then I think that the, such society which is not able to fund this government, I think it doesn't deserve ideal government. But the rational society of people who love freedom, who want to organize themselves into some form of institution which protects their rights to make their lives Great and possible and safe mm, is is a government minimal government of voluntary taxation, voluntary don- funded by voluntary donations. Yes, because taxations even as good as you can imagine government could be. Once it takes taxes from citizens, obligatory taxes, it's already made step too much and it's not ideal government because it 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 uh, well it
1: limited your rights. Mm-hmm. it stole from you. And now, uh, the other question, Um, I mean, it is not surprising to me, uh, but ha- um, how do you think, or better to formulate it this way, because the answer to this question I have in mind now is more mm-hmm. unclear. Why did you from libertarianism moved into focusing on Bitcoin, on um, educating people on Bitcoin, and you thought that these two are so much in line with each other, uh, that focusing on Bitcoin can help you realize your libertarian dream, if you if you like me put it this way. Uh, why do you think, uh, w- why motivates you to focus on Bitcoin as a libertarian, simply put?
0: well n- now i think i have different motivations but at first i was uh, like disappointed with all the other techniques with all the other activism we did. like i realized it's not like i i i had a delusion that we will change society that that we will eventually by whatever reading Rod Barton's streets and like giving his pamphlets or doing some youtube channels that we will make people vote for libertarians in politics and in the next elections uh, libertarians will win the libertarian party will win it and we will have freedom in our country no way it's not going to happen we it's i think the common school of activism among like world libertarians because there is like some networks like Students for Liberty, Young Americans for Liberty, Atlas Network, Foundation for Economic Education, they're like large NGOs which have like friends and activists around the world and they try to communicate some messages. They follow the Hayek's school, Hayek's theory of social change, which advocates that in order to change society, the most efficient way is to target thought leaders is to Mm -hmm. not go through politics not also go through the masses but target academics, businessmen, some leaders of opinion and because they formulate what they, they they basically take the ideas from philosophers or make mix them make their own and then they advocate it for the masses, then they implement them in the world. So if you are as an activist, you think about being efficient, most probably you you should either build a network of people in liberty who are creators, uh, uh, journalists, politicians on various fields, and then influence the world. It's, and I agree, it's probably in the old world before Bitcoin, that's probably the most efficient way. But it also doesn't work. The hopes that by, I mean, OK, I, I appreciate that there is so many various activism ways of doing activism. Some people publish books, some people go into schools and teach economics, some people do movies. Yes, that's how we should do social change when everybody does what suits him best, when every activist is satisfied with what they do. If someone is good in doing comics, let him do comics. Uh, Yes, I appreciate that, Mm, but I also think that the hope that by doing probably anything like this today mm, will bring effects is, I don't know, effects, okay, you can measure effect by lowering your uh, income tax by 1% and maybe that's a libertarian success, for some libertarian success is having libertarian utopia here and now, or at least let's move to Switzerland. But hoping that some social change will bring effects by any activism that we did so far. And I did so many things like bars, soccer tournaments, chess, sports, like some uh, mountain journeys, uh, schools, translating books. None of it probably will work. If it works, if it changes society somehow, the effects of it will be in we will. We could see them maybe in 30, 40 years, especially in developed societies. And the chance that it would happen is maybe 10, 20%. In the meantime, some pandemic could happen, some financial crisis could happen, some maybe leader emerges, whether fascist leader or libertarian leader, like in uh, Argentina currently, that it has much more influence, appearance of TikToks, of Uber's Airbnbs, and now Bitcoin has so much greater influence of society that none of the activities that I did for the last ten years even even matter. Uh, okay, maybe not to be that much sceptical. Yes, appreciate. I think it is needed, but so I I think I kind of lost hope. I started doing activism for my own joy and pleasure being around people who love freedom and playing libertarian soccer with them. I like. I don't think I would change the world. I don't need to change the world, but I need what I need to change and what each of us needs to change, if we want some change, is the world around them. And it has to start with themselves. What's the easiest? That's a separate thing. What's the easiest? What if you care about this freedom? What's probably the most cutting through vector to achieving Liberty in your life, how to be more free. Tell me, Momo, how do you think, how, how a person, any person could be, could expand their, as I define freedom, their scope of possible actions and free decisions to make between them, how well, by moving to the United States by I don't know. Tell me. What's, mm-hmm. what, what do you think?
1: For me, moving out of Iran was part of the move. And I think maybe that is also going to be your answer because I see some foreshadowing of that in your previous responses is that actually um, gaining independence from the state's money, the financial control of the state is the key. And I have a pet theory, a kind of hypothesis, that in the past, governments were overthrown. But now we do not see governments being overthrown that much. They are just replaced by some leaders worse than the one before. And the people who are oppressing people stay in power no matter what. And I think that is because of their control over money. And if we fix the money and we kind of secularize the money from the state, that's what can modify the state and reform the state and take its fangs out. Moving out of a country that is oppressive, that can work in short term. But in the long term, fixing the money is going to be the answer. And that's personally for me one of the reasons I am interested in Bitcoin. I think you maybe took a
0: little shortcut uh, with that, with fixing money, because, well, on a personal level, how can I fix the money today? Or mm, also, it doesn't necessarily mean that if somebody wants to be more free, that he switches to Bitcoin standard and refuses to participate in a, a government money system. How 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 today how how. How how it would change his freedom? Now it's difficult to explain for a person who is not into it yet.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I think that on a, if you want more freedom for yourself, uh-huh. the, it's not ideological answer. It's just a practical answer. The most uh-huh. freedom will give you money, even fiat <laughs> money. It just mm-hmm. if you have like just make money. If you're like if True. you want more freedom, just make money. It's more efficient way than to read books about Rothbard, vote for libertarians, and hope that everybody else does and that they will not corrupt themselves, participating in the system. And, and they will bring a libertarian utopia finally to you. But we can have tools to have this libertarian utopia now.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So well... yes, if you want a freedom for others, if if we are talking, if you are not a just a like, libertarian thinker or a libertarian sympathizer, but if you are a libertarian activist and you want this freedom for the people around you, at least your close ones or Um uh, then, then 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 I think there is no second best in strategy than Bitcoin strategy for advocating that for like seeing the seeing economic mechanisms change, seeing uh, people's motivations, incentives in the economic structure, seeing how governments cannot mm-hmm. interfere that much in this in, in this monetary network. Uh this, this is just cutting through the world of of like possible liberty worlds for us, like the, the politics today politics, especially like in Poland, is probably irrelevant. If it is relevant for you, then then the first thing you need to do is to make money, then you have at least some and security in terms of, of 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 just life. Then you have mm-hmm. some freedom. Once you okay. probably have this money, you I think... can
1: feel safe of taking care of the world. Am I breaking my connection? Sorry. No, no, no. Uh, I mean, uh, there was a very short part, but I got you totally. I just wanted to say that now I get your question uh, better on a personal level and a practical way. And also a short term way you are uh, focusing on. Uh, well, moving is one way. And the other one is you the use of technology in general. You mentioned some of them, for example, Uber, yeah. TikTok. Uh, Instagram. these have been really freedom tools in my own country when the number of the uprisings, the number of the protests have increased immensely after the emergence of these tools and the government have uh, cracked down on them. so yeah, the
0: internet social media had like a is a great freedom of speech tool, even yeah. though like we can we can we can like argue that some platforms are like actual censors and they limit your freedom of speech. But uh, as you said, like in in Iran, it's a a great use case. Without this tool, like no other NGO in the history Mm -hmm. of Iran did probably so much for securing. Even if it did, the effects of it, the consequence, the cause is so indirect that you can only speculate. that Yes, because we had Adam Smith Institute in Great Britain, now London is a center of financial world. That technology has much more influence uh, than than like idea activists today. Yes, ideas drive the world. Yeah, but super slowly. Yeah. So I think we have to take like a you know like we if you if somebody cares about the world and wants to see some change, we need to have this two in mind. Like the, I think that the root cause. Okay, I, I think at the root the problem with society. It's not even the government's control of money. Because this is an effect of the ideas that people have. This is the effect of the mindset of culture of philosophy that people give. It's totally not my world. I'm not a part of this mindset or culture of philosophy, but and, not, and more and more people hopefully are not, but the general populace, they just accept this fact. Mm-hmm. That yes, uh, oh yeah, there there can be this this mafia government that they build us schools, and they can print money to finance these schools and to finance their all the fucking wars and all the wrong things that the governments are doing. It's the the root cause is,
1: I think, yeah, philosophical. A pandemic then... of compliance, kinda. Sorry. A pandemic of compliance, probably. That's the root root problem that most people are just complying, that they give consent to whatever the government is doing. Is that what you mean?
0: No, I mean I mean that the philosophy
1: held by people. Mm-hmm.
0: That like we, we can see different approaches to the mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. world and society in today's China and in today's United uh-huh. States. And it it's also we can see the effect of it in yeah. the how these people live, how free they are, what type of institutions emerged. But this process is super slow. If we want to see the uh, like more freer future, like in, say, year 2100. Yes, we can try to propagate these ideas, because if only we through culture, probably the most effective is culture and pop culture. But but by changing the dictator who will mm, maybe legalize bitcoin i don't think this will change the country because especially like in poland people will outvote him and they will vote another one who will <laughs> give them welfare so it's a problem with people that's what i'm getting to like this is a this is the root cause but it's the, the effects of it are so you you don't have kpis of measuring that you know like the the causes are so indirect that yes we need to take that in mind and try to influence Fest and, and uh, uh, educating people through popular culture or maybe writing a book which encompasses that ideas like some of the people like Robert Heinlein or Ayn Rand who also thought in a similar way that yeah we need to influence the society and for her the most effective way was to writing a fiction book which yes eventually kind of Kind Of raises a generation of Americans of American libertarians who value freedom. Maybe, maybe also Satoshi Nakamoto wrote probably he he read some of the writings of, of you know, Hayek uh, I Einland believe so. or, or, or Bastiat. Yes, he had to. So, without them, we wouldn't have Satoshi and Bitcoin. But having yeah. all those, having this, this, so many proofs that free market capitalism and that the states which with at least government interference the societies in them flourish much more and people feel better there there is so much proof of that there is so much background economic and philosophical theory of the likes we mentioned and there is so much technology that we can spread the message instantly you know to billions of people not only now message but also send money the technology of inf- like changing the world is there we kind of Maybe not know how to do it, but there is an, such an inertia that I think within this inertia, the most efficient strategy is Bitcoin. You don't have to write another Atlas Shrugged because then like the effects of this Atlas Shrugged will appear maybe you know in 10, 20 years, uh, while effects of Bitcoin are appearing now and on a much larger scale. Like I trying various things and exploring what type of activism or Even entrepreneurship, because this is actually the activism happens around the world. I haven't seen one that is close enough to Bitcoin in terms of like uh, bringing this value of independence to to your life, right? It's not only like to like, it's on all the levels of your life, of life life of your close ones and of the world, right? Uh,
1: You mentioned that. I want to be respectful of your time, so I will limit the number of questions that are coming to my mind. Um, You you mentioned that there were some other methods, some other ways that you were following to propagate freedom and libertarianism, and you found them ineffective. Uh, Do you see, um, do you perceive Bitcoin has been effective in this regard um since you have started your activism in bitcoin and in propagating bitcoin have you sensed a change and can you say that now i am more successful compared to the um to the past and i am actually getting closer to my goals
0: Okay, to correct myself, it's not like I find those methods ineffective with zero effectiveness. I think those things are important. And I also still do, like we played in this soccer team, which is Le Sefer United. We have some stupid, you can say, stickers, which, you know, bring some libertarian idea and they appear on the streets of Warsaw, with we like put out with friends. There are some... Like film festivals, and I know that these activities which will maybe not privatize the the companies in Poland, maybe they will not lower your taxes maybe 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 the effect of it yes is maybe there is no effect maybe you you can only guess and speculate if there is but I'm also sure that any that there wouldn't be social change. If we would go with one vector, there will like the yeah. generation, the next generation, or or next iteration of 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 society, uh, like it it wouldn't go in such direction without the stickers, without football teams, without some culture, without some memes, stories, even silly Facebook groups. So I'm glad it happens. I'm glad it exists, mm-hmm. and I still uh, go with this, this activism on 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 wide scope, but. But but just Bitcoin is super much more effective, and we, we we can talk about like the ways how yes Bitcoin brings financial independence and bring some stories of people from third world countries which they escaped with Bitcoin and government doesn't know etc. There are like plenty of them. I, I'm not necessarily might be exa- an example, but the simple observation looking at people and their interest in their ideas and their sympathies to certain philosophies are certain the bitcoiners are getting libertarianized pretty quickly like once you get into this bitcoin rabbit hole okay you you read white paper you get into podcasts you learn some technical stuff you Eventually, people get interested into like some okay. What's what about the rest? This is money, but how maybe actually societies should function? Like, who was this uh, Menger? Uh, why Hayek was writing about the national whatever? But the interest in and sympathy to ideas of liberty for sure comes for every Bitcoiner. I've seen mm-hmm. more Bitcoiners getting libertarianized yeah. than. Unfortunately, I've seen libertarians yeah. getting Bitcoinized, and I've been to you mm-hmm. know various groups and conferences. So for me, this is a direct proof awesome. that that no other activities we did, I don't know, some TV streams of some elections or or some conference when we try to debate socialists, they did not bring such a rate of conversion as just getting interested in Bitcoin brings.
1: Exactly, exactly. That has been definitely true for me myself. Uh, I was so much on the left, and Bitcoin really changed me. Did you lose me for a second? Yes, but I got you. Oh, okay, yeah. I was just saying that I was so much on the left, but Bitcoin really changed me. Capitalism was a dirty word for me. And now I, I am uh, pretty much an anarcho-capitalist. Um, and that change happened through Bitcoin. Yeah, so I can really see where you are going with that. Um, let's talk about one uh, more thing, or and let's cheat. And could you explain about the project that you are working on in more depth? For example, what happens in the... Um, Launch the freedom launch, yeah, and uh, that you have in uh, Warsaw, and also in the Bitcoin uh, Film Fest, uh, one of whose uh, teasers we saw at the Bitcoin conference. I really enjoyed it. Um, so, uh, please, and Weekend of uh, Capitalism and Center for Capitalism, uh, let us. Um, know more about these and how people can follow this?
0: Okay. Well, uh, being this libertarian activist, I I got lots of different fascinations and ways of trying. Let's do this type of conference. Let's maybe try a soccer tournament. Some of these ideas, some of these projects stay with us and we continue doing them. Some were shorter. one of them was, uh, and it still exists. Um, it's a freedom lounge. It's a bar in the center of Warsaw. Um, it's called Świetica Wolności in Polish. It's in a very popular place next to a palm. So there is this artificial palm. Oh yeah, I know Warsaw. that place. So hmm. we feel like uh, maybe we look at it and it feels a bit warmer. It doesn't have to. It's already hot. <laughs> uh, but uh, there is there is this freedom lounge bar which uh, I opened together with uh, Warsaw Enterprise Institute. I don't um, I don't work with it anymore, but uh, like I certainly visit it uh, often and it's a must go place for for any people who love freedom, because
1: uh, there is you lots mean of Easter eggs. People uh-huh. and people and people have discussions there.
0: Yes, so uh, there, there is a underground, there is a like a base like an underground level with stage, so there is sometimes like stand-ups happening or some concerts. And if there is some like uh, libertarian events, it's very often in Warsaw organized there. So if there is any like free market road show happens there, after party, after Bitcoin Film Fest or weekend of capitalism happened there as well. So uh, Freedom Lounge, you can check it, it's in Warsaw, street Novi Świat. Uh, so if any of your listeners actually is in Poland or in Warsaw, uh, well, you can hit me up. I know everybody. So if you need any meeting with some Bitcoiner or another anarcho-capitalist, uh, you can find me on Twitter, it's Tomek and message me. Um, another project which I mentioned was with this Weekend of Capitalism, um, which is... Uh, Well, we organized already five editions of the biggest, uh, like a libertarian conference in Poland. So this is like the freedom, the capitalist conference where all of the NGOs uh, or groups or startups, which are like explicit uh, pro-radical liberty, not just some American liberalism, but we really want minimal state and we consider taxation as theft, mm, gather there there and uh, they exchange, you know, there is of course expo booth when they show some flash talks some debates some uh, concerts so it's, this is like a two three days festival for a capitalists movement in poland mm. it happened it happens every two years it was last year it, this year was in march so expect another weekend of capitalism uh, in 2025 mm. and this year weekend of capitalism was accompanied by the bitcoin film fest which I also mentioned, I find like Bitcoin uh, quite efficient strategy and effective strategy for libertarians, but also philosophy wise and spreading of ideas. I think popular culture is the way to go. Thus, we created this Bitcoin Film Fest with uh, Pierre Corbin and with uh, my friends. Mm. It was next to be weekend of capitalism. So so when we had like four hundred people at this Polish libertarian conference um in the center of Warsaw, next to it in a palace of culture. So there is this iconic building in Warsaw. We held, Right before the conference and right after the conference, we had two days of Bitcoin Film Fest where we screened, uh, well, movies, which we consider Bitcoin movies. Um, they are mostly documentaries now. We screened eight movies. Four of them were um, represented by their directors. We gave a award to the best movie, The Mystery of Satoshi from France. And we plan to continue with that doing Bitcoin Film Fest, an annual film festival in Warsaw, which is going to be going to be a heart of well nascent, but future uh, Bitcoin Hollywood, let's say Bitcoin film industry, whatever Bitcoin films, whatever Bitcoin cinema um, with our Film Fest team, we try to put our hand on. So we are building now the network of Bitcoin filmmakers we will be visiting some Bitcoin conferences like we've been to BTC Prague um, and also all of this in waiting for upcoming Bitcoin movies. And we expect uh 6 or 7 of them to be released uh, this year so um, expect more from well not especially from us but from the bitcoin cinema world because it's quite growing uh so if you want to know more you can visit the bitcoinfilmfest.com you can leave uh to inform what's happening in the bitcoin cinema so that's Thank you
1: that, so- that, that, that's
0: the new project and uh As most of my projects, even if the hope for change it brings is quite small, uh, I do them because I enjoy them. It's not 100% sure that because of Bitcoin Film Fest, we're going to live in a hyper Bitcoinized world. But I think the hyper bitcoinized world wouldn't happen without these cultural phenomena as film festivals as well. And also, if, if the hyper-Bitcoinization wouldn't happen, I still love doing Bitcoin Film Fest, meeting people like you and my friends who co-organized it. So if you if you guys love cinema, if you like movies, and if you like Bitcoin, and I expect you are, if you listen to Momo's podcast, uh, then check BitcoinFilmFest.com.
1: Yeah, definitely. I will include the links to all of them. And it's great encouragement for me to also um up my game in learning polish and in one of oh, your yeah. next yeah, cool. you live in to be speaking for polish how long? I've been here for 5 years but my level of polish is very embarrassing don't ask me Whoever about it we in
0: polish and listens to us and uh, you know you can check also in the telegram group telegram.com/21 mm-hmm. which is which comes it is 21 in written in Polish, which is, which is our Bitcoin Maxi community group. So I don't know if you joined, but if you did, not, you did. So much more Polish good Bitcoin content except for these groups and links provided there. Uh, so, yeah, welcome to 21 and to maybe some of your listeners also would join us. This is our Polish Bitcoin community.
1: It's been a much greater encouragement for me to... Uh, improve my Polish than the dream of getting citizenship here. Thank you for (laughs) all your activities.
0: Again, Bitcoin fixes this and in a more efficient way than five years of different uh, trials. This is the
1: motivator. Glad to see that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hadn't uh, looked at it this way. So Bitcoin is fixing my Polish. (laughs) Nice. Thank you very much, Domek. Thanks for your time.
0: Thank you, brother.